As we celebrate the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity, you would think that the Scripture readings would mention the Holy Trinity. And they do, but not by the name of Trinity. The word Trinity, which we all understand, the, the, the name for God, three persons, uh, equal, all divine, and yet separate, uh, that word doesn't appear ever in the Scriptures. Uh, theologians or people who wanted to talk about God in the Christian tradition used the word Trinity, made it up, as a shorthand of saying, you know, there's three persons in God, they're all equal, Father, Son, and Spirit. And rather than going through that every time they wanted to talk about God, they'll just say, well, the Trinity, and you get it. Well, uh, that's the reason uh, it doesn't appear in the Scriptures. That came about a little later on when people reflected on what we found in the Scripture. Today we have that beautiful reading where God wants to manifest God's own self to Moses. This is early on. And God gives a little self-description to Moses because so far Moses really doesn't know a whole lot about who this voice was that came from the burning bush and now is giving commandments out uh, like they're going out of style. Got ten of them already. Uh, Where's this going to end? Well, at this point, God reveals Himself as a God of mercy and love, slow to anger, and full of compassion. It seems to me that this is the first time God, speaking to Moses, really goes out of his own way to give a little explanation at this point of just who this person is, this uh, nameless voice coming from, has come from the burning bush, and Moses asks him, well, who are you? And in a, as much as a refusal to give his name, he says, <clears throat> uh, I am whoever I am, which is a way of saying, we'll get to that later, or I am, and you don't need to know right now. Or you just call me I am if you want to. Well, they did. So here, in this little passage, God shows God's own self as a God of mercy and love and compassion. This first self-identification and self-revelation is one that Pope Francis has spoken to us on an awful lot because he wants us to know as well how God chose to reveal God's own self when he first started explaining a little bit more about this to Moses. So the first message <clears throat> was that uh, I am, I'm going to walk with you on this journey, which is the Exodus. Moses had no clue at this point uh, what that's going to be all about. So God gives him uh, these hints. First of all, I'm on your side, 
and I'm going to be looking out for you every step of the way. It's kind of like Pope Francis tries to convince us in his speaking of God as mercy, forgiveness, support, and friendship. And unfortunately, there are many deaf ears that cannot hear that. The God of justice and rules and regulations and punishment and righteousness. That's not the way the first chapter from God's own self comes to us. I'm God of tender mercy and compassion. We may have trouble understanding that, but it's a very delightful and welcome image. And then we understand the person, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus, of course, uh, mirroring forgiveness, compassion, and mercy of the Father when he shows up on, uh, on the stage, and then the Holy Spirit. Uh, all three of these never named in the Scriptures as Trinity. You know, we call God creator and maker of the earth. In the creed that we're going to profess when we profess the three persons, each in their own single paragraph, it's interesting that the Holy Spirit is always mentioned, not just as we would, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is referenced, the Holy Spirit in the church. So that's where we are swept in to this Trinity dynamic of persons. Down through the ages, there have been different images we have been given just to help us understand. And some of the simplest ones, the one you're probably thinking of uh, is, anybody want to give it a shot? The image of the Trinity, the shamrock, yeah. St. Patrick uh, teaching the Irish pagans about God as three persons all equal. Well, here's a shamrock. You've seen these around. Uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you, using a very simple image, the image of the shamrock. It's one plant, the three leaves, and they're all uh, taking life together. But before St. Patrick came along, there were the, <clears throat> they call them the Cappadocian church fathers. And they, uh, th this would be uh, St. Basil, then there were two Gregories, and then John Damascene, anyhow. Uh, these characters, to express their understanding of the Trinity, used a, a, a much more delightful and charming uh, image. Uh, the, they called it uh, uh, the dancing around. The word in Greek was the perichoriasis. Well, we don't, just so you know, I'm not making this up. Uh, the dancing around. He said, that's the three persons I'm talking about. So for ourselves, we might think of children at play. Uh, here we go around the mulberry bush, okay? And that's the kind of image they used, which actually found its way into the Catholic doctrine that you and I believe. So as they explained the Trinity, they didn't pick a shamrock. I don't think they had any of those. So they said, think of three children playing and dancing around. 
And that's the image that they used, the dancing around. Now, some object and say, well, it wasn't just dancing around. It's a deeper image than that. And I think they're right. And from that standpoint, it's not just dancing around the mulberry bush or whatever, but there is a mutuality and there's a, a sign of relationships between the three children, I suppose, or persons, but they're all in right relationship and they're all dancing with each other as if they're drawing life from one another and, as they say, they are in right relationship. The interesting thing about that image of the Trinity is, is it is also used as a basis for theology of social justice, right relationships between persons. And <clears throat> most of us look like we have been around this world for several years. Uh, can you imagine uh, a, a, a week in our lives or uh, a short time in our lives when we are all struggling to get into right relationship with one another? And the church calls this a social doctrine of teaching one another how we need to be interacting. And believe it or not, the church roots a lot of this teaching in the social justice that we draw from the life of the Trinity. So it's just not uh, you know, a triangle or a, a shamrock, but at a deeper, deeper level it's a reflection on who we are called to be with that life-giving relationships that we draw from one another. And our model for that is the Trinity or the shamrock or the dance, all images of the life of the three persons in one God. Let's now profess our faith in that same trinity of persons.